0: Hello and welcome to In the Limelight, Vanity Fair's entertainment and pop culture podcast. I'm Josh Duboff, Vanity Fair's senior writer, and I'm here with Julie Miller, Vanity Fair's senior Hollywood writer.
1: On In the Limelight, we analyze the ins and outs of pop culture, entertainment and celebrity from the past week. From the Kardashians to Kate Middleton and everything in between.
0: So on this week's episode, we have a lot to discuss uh, in relation to Pippa Middleton's wedding, which we have discussed a lot in the weeks leading up to it. And it finally took place on Saturday.
1: Uh, And we also have to talk about Beyonce's extravagant push party, which I didn't realize a push party was like a phrase. I had never heard that before. Had you heard that?
0: No, I'd heard of Push Present. Right. Like, like I feel like Push Party was not... I always thought it was just a baby shower. But yeah, we'll get to that.
1: And we also have some very sad news for um, kind of the guardian angel. No, the... She's like the saint of this celebrity podcast, Nina (laughs) Agdahl.
0: I know. We're really, really sad about that. But first, before we get to those juicy topics, Julie is still, believe it or not, in Cannes, as she was last week when we spoke. She's been to all sorts of things in the past week, all of which I am dying to hear more about. Um, So Julie, what have your highlights been? What have been the kind of standout events?
1: Well, just to set the scene, I I walked out of my Airbnb bedroom this morning and it has been just like a week of like constantly running around, but going to these amazing parties. I'm so tired and like dehydrated. My roommate told me I looked like I was on drugs. (laughs) My hair was like... I feel like
0: that's a sign of a successful film festival. Oh. Like if someone's telling you you look like you're like need to be checked into a rehab program by the end of it.
1: Right. My hair is currently looks like I stuck a fork into a toaster. But it it's been really phenomenal, but without out Josh here, it's very, very bittersweet. Um, we had the Vanity Fair can party at the famed Hotel Du Cap Hotel. Will Smith was there in, like, a fabulous black suit with uh, white piping on the sides, eating the hors d'oeuvres. I love that. I love when I see a movie star actually eating hors d'oeuvres.
0: Yeah, what I feel like Will Smith, I can't even really picture him at kind of a... Like, what, what does he do? I feel like, do people come up to him? Does he have an entourage? Like He, what has, is his vibe? he has a
1: whole entourage. He had, I would yeah, say, that's what I would imagine. maybe eight or nine people. And he's just like the sun surrounded by these entourage planets. So everywhere he moves through the party, they kind of follow. People did come up to him and ask him for... You know, photos, some, like, annoying Snapchats, um, Mm. that type of thing. But he was could not have been more lovely. Like, when you see him interact with a fan, I wouldn't really want to interact with a stranger. But when you see him interact with, like, three strangers in a row and each time he acts like they're an old friend... With just, like, yeah. that warm... Per- like, you understand why that person's a movie star. Yeah. Kendall Jenner was there looking so Yeah, stunning. how is Kendall? All seven feet tall of her. Just looked gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> Lily Collins wanted to take a photo with her. And Lily Collins, I love that she was wearing flats. She had this amazing, oh, like, wow. chain like dress on. But they were taking photos, and Kendall was very sweet. She's like, oh, I'm so embarrassed, but, like, for myself... She was trying to make it seem like it was her fault for towering over, which I thought was kind
0: oh, of strange. Oh, because Lily was wearing flat, But probably anyway, Lily's not nearly as tall as Kendall, even without the shoe situation.
1: Oh, I also love that the hotel too... Cap is in Antibes and it overlooks like this beautiful vista and water. It's just the most stunning, mm. spectacular view. And I just love that Kendall was like sitting on a bankhead, overlooking probably one of the most beautiful views in the entire world, scrolling through her Instagram feed. But, you know, I would have been too. I can't fault her.
0: Would people talk to her I always feel like with people like that people are sometimes scared to approach because she's sort of intimidating she's this beautiful supermodel like did she have friends like to oh, talk to oh
1: I'm so glad you asked that question because it was at this point that I remembered so she's sitting on a cut and one of her friends came up to like ask her a question <laughs> But yeah. for some reason, she was kind of like kneeling, crouching in front of her to like ask this question because she had <laughs> like friends on either side of her. But it was this amazing visual of Kendall as royalty, like greeting, <laughs> like
0: with like her attendants like kneeling in front of her. Yes, That's really funny.
1: It was really good. Um, ben Stiller was there smoking a cigar. Yeah, what is it- as were I
0: thought Elle, Elle Fanning was there right
1: Oh just like a fairy nymph
0: she yeah, just she like, floats great.
1: around the party in this gold glittery dress she looked phenomenal Ben Stiller um a mustachio to Adam Sandler
0: What's the, he was what, what there. was that for a role or why I'm mustache
1: But he oh. and uh, Ben have a Netflix movie that they were promoting here uh, but probably night MVP was definitely Tilda Swinton who like the minute the clock struck 1030, walked in with her entourage, full black and white polka dot dress gown, just as as someone said yesterday, she looks more like an art installation than a human being, which I thought, being, that, that I thought was very well put.
0: I, was, I thought you were going to say like at 1030 she turned into like a tree or something <laughs> like, I thought you were going to say like something magical happened to her or, like where she like transformed
1: no but she closed w- out the party she was dancing till the very very end with all of her cast wow. members it's really incredible now
0: were they playing were there French like was French music playing I've never been to a swanky party in France it was like were there French elements involved
1: it was Prince and David Bowie which I thought was very on point. and oh, okay. um, my my coworker and i we were doing the party report and we were trying to figure out like the right ending for this report like we needed something cool to happen at the end of the night so we kind of stationed ourselves right on a banquet. and i touched josh i touched tilda's clutch i feel like i should be have some sort of magical powers but it was like this wait like
0: t- like what did it look like also did you did you take it (laughs) like like, what happened
1: well because it it didn't look like a clutch it was this it almost looked like a little cool uh, not an ashtray it was one of it it was
0: small it was very small
1: i would say it was about the size of a dvd box (laughs) do people still use dvds It it was the size of a vhs
0: Tilda probably watches VHSs. I wouldn't be surprised. Tilda like probably doesn't even like use any technology that's come after like 1995.
1: And it was it was like an old school 50s Hollywood movie poster, but emblazoned onto this super cool purse, which oh. I'm sure she just like I don't know waved her wand and it manifested itself. But anyway, so I touched it. I also joked that I was going to open it, but then my coworker was like horrified.
0: <laughs> that would like get you like airlifted out of Can. Actually, no, that probably would make you like become queen of can, because whatever's inside it would be like the secret power that Tilda has.
1: Well, our um, co-worker photographed her and she did give an incredible, incredible quote. Not at all what you would expect. I'm going to go to what? the passage here. So get ready, Josh. Our fabulous coworker Britt was asking Tilda about like her favorite memories of a can or mm-hmm. highlights, and she said she like really went off on a limb, a tangent here. I can't pretend that I don't always fantasize about running a jewel heist a while here.
0: <laughs>
1: it's got a lot to do with Alfred Hitchcock's *To Catch a Thief*. You just look out at the ocean and fantasize about holding onto one of those boats. Chopard had a heist a few years ago and they took a whole safe and this actually did happen <laughs> and four years ago these like bandits drilled an entire safe out of a hotel room and got away with like 13 million euro and diamonds <laughs> so, I Wait, thought, really? yeah, so I thought yeah, so I Tilda was going to like say something like I shouldn't joke about that because it actually happened but the quote goes on <laughs> Such a stylish way to go. (laughs) It's the first thing I think about when I'm here.
0: She's incredible. That's perfect.
1: I know. It's really phenomenal. Um,
0: Tilda. Wow. MVP. But
1: probably the highlight in terms of like sheer bizarre craziness was I went to this event hosted by Magnum Ice Cream, but like they have a celebrity ambassador, Cara Delevingne. The whole event was like publicized like they can't. They're very they had a lot of amazing euphemisms for we paid the celebrity to come to our event. Um,
0: <laughs> right it's not like Kara's such an ice cream enthusiast that she's beating down the door of magnum ice cream i believe
1: so it, it was just a very surreal event um and i got 10 minutes with Kara at, at the end and it was like the most And i wish you had you would have appreciated where, where so were
0: you in the ice cream shop like where did the interview happen <laughs>
1: It was in, at Cannes, they have a bunch of tents, but, like, very, very nice tents. Maybe you would have a wedding in on the beach. Uh-oh. So it was. Ins- oh, my gosh. I know. So it was inside that she was there with Jeremy Scott promoting some sort of, like, fashion collaboration, because nothing says fashion like ice cream. <laughs> Did some ridiculous press com- amazing press conference. Ridiculous. There was some sort of dance show and then yeah i had 10 minutes with Kara. uh she was wearing a red beret josh
0: because oh, her head is shaved now it's a, as, as we know from like i guess all the photos that people have seen recently of her but like she was i love that she's kind of using different because at the mat ball she had that skull cap thing and i guess now it can she does the beret i feel like she themes her hat to whatever the occasion is
1: Right, so she said very minim- minimally during this press conference, and it's all, it was me and like a bunch of beautiful social media influencers. <laughs> I don't put myself in that category. Uh, Yeah, what are you talking
0: about? (laughs) That's that's how I describe you to anyone when they ask who I co-host this podcast with.
1: But it was me and just all these outstretched camera phones. And then I go back to talk to Kara, and we're in this like little green room area. She is completely hunched over a little plastic container of like very questionable looking grocery store sushi i feel like if you had been in there you would have been like cara i don't know about that (laughs) are you do you really want to go with like the raw salmon roll
0: that's what a celebrity like her would eat a can i would assume like that seems strange i mean that, also, that's not the image of can i have
1: i thought she would have like her own little mini freezer of ice cream back there oh yeah was- wait i
0: feel like she should have had the ice cream right that's that's the not good planning on magnum's part
1: <laughs> right so i come in and someone says like oh this is julie with vanity fair she does this very minimal nod of the head to acknowledge me <laughs> <laughs> and then she has three handlers sitting right beside her they aren't introduced they they just like watch us during this interview and like count down the seconds to <laughs> this 10 minute um, I hate that. I know. So I asked Kara some questions, but it's hard to have a conversation with someone eating sushi. So it didn't. <laughs> so get- she
0: didn't. She didn't. She didn't stop. Like the sushi consumption continued throughout.
1: I know. I kind of felt like I, they had brought in the stranger <laughs> to like interrupt her sushi meal, and she was just like annoyed. <laughs> Um, mm. But she was nice and very professional. She said that she wants to direct movies. She aspires to become a filmmaker like Angelina Jolie
0: if you haven't and, and everyone has to read julie's write-up of this whole situation with cara is so funny and good you it's we t- retweeted on in the limelight so you can read it there but i loved her answers about stuff but yeah she said so angelina jolie was her like icon right for right. But like and also she alluded to that they had talked but it seemed very mysterious
1: right and she was also kind of like smirking and smiling so i don't know if they actually were like snapchatting that morning or texting and but like how, I, was, I, was, I was thinking
0: when I was reading your piece like how so basically Julie asked like you know have you let her know that she's like one of your directing role models or something and she was like like what she said like, we haven't spoken but like her pe- like we, we were in touch in was like yeah we have people in common I'm like who are these people in common who are like relaying text messages between Cara and Angelina Jolie
1: oh my gosh but I imagine if you're Angelina Jolie you could pay to have the human <laughs> version of like a carrier pigeon
0: yeah, just like you're like, I want to send this message to Ms. Delavine, and then that person actually like fl- gets on a plane and flies to where Car is to like tell her the message in person. Like Angelina doesn't do text or emailing,
1: right? Some sort it's- of like amazing embossed gold envelope. I can definitely, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: that. that's that's what it is. The person goes and it's not even to say anything. She just hands Car the envelope that has the message from Angelina, and then you can send something back. That's well, probably how it works, which is why like Car had to be so evasive.
1: I left the room when when my 10 minutes were up. They were very, very prompt about that. I was so flustered because I felt like I was really bothering her (laughs) that I left my sunglasses, my prescription sunglasses, on the sofa in that green room. So With Kara. Yeah. So if you see Kara wearing a pair of, like, (laughs) strangely affordably priced sunglasses... (laughs) and kind of squinting maybe she has them but I I go out into the main space and the publicist is like very insisting like you have to try this ice cream you have to try this ice cream so I said okay I I love ice cream I should get something out of this experience I was getting kind of hungry after seeing all that sushi and I go up they had like an ice cream bar but with Magnum people dipping ice cream bars into like melted chocolate and putting really artful decorations like toppings they had rose petals
0: oh my god and
1: like glitter gold, like coating you could put it on there so i'm waiting in line waiting in line and i realized that all the people ahead of me are these like beautiful social media influencers and they're like seductively posing <laughs> with their ice cream bar for like a house photographer <laughs> So finally, I flagged down a publicist and I say, like, oh, may I get some ice cream, too? And she looked at me like she was so sad for me because apparently I was the only person at this event who asked to eat the ice cream. It was like this very pitying look to me like, oh, I'm so sorry. She said, this is just for social media influencers. But maybe you could come back later. So I left that event without my sunglasses, without like any juicy Cara quotes and without my dignity. It was and without ice cream. That is the,
0: be- the best possible ending to this whole affair is you asking for the ice cream and getting turned down. <laughs> Also I love that the social media influencers Probably don't even eat the ice cream no, I feel like they pose Josh, they, they, do get posed, their, they get their boomerang and then they toss that ice cream Into the water They get their like, sexy
1: ice cream photo Yeah, No there was a whole pile Of uneaten melting ice cream Bars I oh feel like it was, it was definitely some sort of like metaphor For something You about should like, have taken
0: <laughs> a photo of that melting pile Of like uneaten ice cream and posted that And been like this is what you guys get For not giving me the ice cream <laughs> just I was kidding just, you shouldn't have done that uh, but that's really funny i wonder did a car eat the ice cream i guess we don't know she must have been photographed with it though at during, point. during
1: the press conference the moderator asked her what her favorite magnum bar was and she like dodged the question
0: yeah i was gonna say there's no way she knew how to answer that one. <laughs> oh my gosh julie what a what a can you're having
1: I'm so excited to talk to you about Pippa's wedding because I saw like the highlights, the hits, the greatest hits on Twitter, but I I haven't had a chance to like really do a deep dive.
0: I kept seeing it referred to as the British High Society event of the year, but I kind of just feel like it was for like the royal... Gossip cycle it was like by Far the biggest thing that's happened That I can remember in recent years in terms of Just like storylines converging
1: I feel like society is like a downgrade From celebrity <laughs> biggest society
0: Well there was actually a lot of I saw a Daily Mail write up this morning that was Criticizing Pippa's wedding because they were saying That the focus was so much on the Royals and the celebrity attendees And not enough on like family Members and like You know local folk and such <laughs> I mean, like not that they were going to let in like a farmhand from down the road, but like I feel like they, there was a few uncles who weren't invited to the reception. They're invited just to the ceremony in the morning, but meanwhile, you know, like Roger Federer and you know Meghan Markle get the red carpet for the reception.
1: Okay, well, wait, set the scene for this big day because this was like a holiday. So how, okay, so so there was off? a lot of.
0: Yeah, so the quick so the quick kind of lead up, we talked about this different elements a bunch in recent weeks, but Pippa, obviously Kate's younger sister, she got a lot of attention at Kate's wedding for her form fitting dress, we'll say. wait, I, um, I was
1: asking you to set the scene for what you did. Like, did you start the wedding oh. off with
0: <laughs> Meanwhile I like go down to like Wikipedia entry for like Kate Middleton and go back to like nineteen ninety seven. Um no i had to cover this for the site so i was you You know chained
1: to your laptop you were handcuffed (laughs) to your laptop
0: i want to say that i had a glass of like prosecco in hand and like a fascinator fascinator on but no (laughs) fascinators
1: that is the saddest has anyone else done a fascinator jinx (laughs) said fascinator at the same time just casually in conversation (laughs)
0: <laughs> and neither and like not even noticing it as an odd thing no that's amazing that should be like our intro actually just us saying fascinator at the same moment whatever the music we use now is getting kicked out um yeah i was you know but like also it's kind of a weird thing to cover because it wasn't like kate's wedding where i know people like got up at 5 a.m you and your mom I, did right
1: it was even earlier it was like 4 a.m we got up we yeah had- I said I would only get up that early if we could have mimosas and make like Pillsbury cinnamon rolls, which explains why I didn't enjoy this like Michelin star. Piece <laughs> uh,
0: on. Yeah. Gelatin be damned. Bring on the cinnamon rolls. But okay. Yeah. But what was weird about this wedding, which is unlike Kate's and unlike sort of similar kind of things, there was no telecast. There wasn't a way to watch it. So all you could really do was ref- re- refresh Twitter and you know look for photos when they came up so really the excitement was when they released like a whole when all these photos went up shortly after the ceremony and it was just sort of about like devouring the photos um and there were a lot of photos like i was kind of amazed Uh the highlights in terms of the photos were there's, they got a shot of Kate like shushing Prince George. You probably saw that. I saw that. Um,
1: also, just the can we talk about their outfits? The little blue yeah,
0: blue? yeah. we we have to we have to break down the outfits in a second. And then the other one was like George and Charlotte. Like all there's all these kids sort of in front of Pippa and this dude she married. For, okay, I forget his name's James Matthews. It hardly matters. But like they were kissing, and like all these like kids are in front of them, and that was like the iconic image that I kept seeing posted different places. Yeah, okay. I thought Pippa's dress was incredible, but then uh, on the way down here, I stopped in in the office of dear friend and friend of the podcast, Kelly Butler, and she was not a fan, and then I was kind of wondering if the dress was more divisive than I thought it was. I thought she looked really good. What did you think?
1: I feel like Kelly would look stunning in that sort of gown, too, that cut.
0: Well, that was her criticism. She said that wasn't the kind of dress she would wear. (laughs) So we know she did this like really intensive bridal body boot camp or whatever. She looked great. It she works. looked, I thought just was like, you know, she was stunning.
1: It really worked. It felt like she had a lot of confidence. Um, those beauty treatments must have really the diet plan. All perfect. I thought it was amazing. I'm jealous of her tan. yeah she looked really she
0: looked really tan she did she almost looked like she'd just come back from like a four-week caribbean vacation right oh she also wore the same earrings that she wore to kate's wedding which i liked
1: i kind of expected her to bear a little bit more shoulder area skin i was kind of expecting that
0: it was a more conservative look than maybe i was anticipating i don't know but she pulled it off. She looked great.
1: She looks phenomenal. And then we have to talk about Kate's oh. before. Well, Kate,
0: well, as much as I loved Pippa's dress and like, we all know, like, you know, Kate's basically like closer to me than a sibling at this point, but I have to say, I was just not into it.
1: Wait, we have to read what you put on the script. You <laughs> have to read script. On the script. Pippa looked in- incredible. And then in all caps, Kate definitely made sure to not upstage her sister let's put it
0: that way. <laughs> I mean, so I was emailing with my mom cause I was like so disappointed and about this, like the look and my mom pointed out rightly that she, and I saw this written in a bunch of other places after as well that like, you know, she's the Duchess of Cambridge. She's one of the most famous women in the world. She, you know, didn't want in any way upstage her sister. And like, I, Definitely, she she was at no risk of that, (laughs) but but it was like such a matronly dress. Like I mean, she she looked good, she looked fine. It just was like not to me anything. It
1: was like something that maybe a I mean Helen Mirren would not wear that dress, but it was something kind of that age group. Oh, completely,
0: like a grandmother kind of look to me. Like it just and it wasn't it just wasn't working. A
1: silk kind of blush colored
0: yeah affair. i mean it looked co- i'll give her this It looked comfortable <laughs> i mean it looked like she was basically wearing like a silk like robe you would wear around the house and it, like didn't fit right you know like it my was mom kind of said loose. it was like
1: too long in the torso or something yeah i was like, like it just okay wasn't... when <laughs> vogue editor texting in <laughs>
0: I like both of our moms taking like full on fashion here, but I just, I hope she changed in. So there's been no, we should mention there's no photos from the reception. And I hope that maybe she went for something a little more modern and youthful and fun for that. Um, You love the Royal
1: so much. I'm kind of surprised. Like we hadn't figured out some sort of like how to pilot a drone, like overseas (laughs) to like hover over the church and live stream.
0: Wait, what were you gonna say about Prince George? The little pants you liked.
1: Can we talk about the like? Do people still dress like that? They had <laughs> they had these little boys in like knee socks with like
0: kind of well, cropped. I learned lips. a lot. So apparently, well, first of all, I was really confused because, like, you know, Princess Charlotte was a bridesmaid, and like she's two. So, so I was trying to like figure that out. But then I guess at really high society British weddings, it's like a tradition that the bridesmaids are like kids. Did you know that? like like,
1: (laughs) why would i know
0: that Yeah, julie you don't know that from your like you or your your sister who moved to britain i don't know anyway i don't know just weirded me out because the groomsmen are like normal age it's so like prince george was a page boy not like a groomsman but princess charlotte was a bridesmaid anyway i just thought that was weird and then i felt bad for george because like when Kay was chastising him for crying i'm like he has to wear these really uncomfortable looking pants like he does like he's in this really formal affair he probably doesn't want to be photographed by a million people i'm not surprised the kid's crying i know um,
1: being paraded out there like a show horse
0: at yeah, I mean, I guess I I saw something that said the reason that Kate was uh, upset with him is because he stepped on the back of Pippa's dress, but but I didn't see that happening, and also that's not his fault. He probably thinks it's like Auntie's dress or whatever. <laughs> probably seems like a fun thing, like jumping on a parachute or whatever. Okay. And then
1: Charlotte looked adorable. Also, oh yeah, Charlotte. Like, what am great. I going to say? She's like two. It's not like I'm going to have some criticism. Yeah, I
0: I, I I wish that sentence had ended with get it together, girl. You need like a new stylist. Okay, Megan did not. All right, so this is like the weirdest part of the saga to me. So Megan didn't attend the ceremony, which like almost got as much press as anything. Like there were so many write ups of like Meghan Markle conspicuously absent from the ceremony, but we knew she wasn't going to be attending the ceremony. So I'm a little confused about why that was a big deal. Then the word on the street was that Harry drove back to London, which is like an hour and a half from where the ceremony was to pick her up and then bring her to the reception. Like she was getting ready in London. Again, like Um,
1: human carrier pigeon, but this time (laughs) like...
0: Then something this morning in the Daily Mail said that's not the case. And Meghan was actually like waiting at some sort of like breakfast inn or something like for Harry to be done with the ceremony. So unclear. But most of the reports said that Harry drove there, um, which seems unnecessary. Like, can't Meghan just Uber to the ceremony? Like, I don't think you need to be like with Harry. There are a like, like, lot of Uber... like,
1: logistical issues that would pose. Right.
0: I just don't understand why he had to do like a three hour commute for this. Couldn't she then... Uber or... Yeah, get a little chopper, I'm sure, you know, at this point. Like, borrow something. But then there was no, there was only one photograph of them. It's really blurry, and it's them, like, arriving at the reception. You can't see anything in terms of what she's wearing. You just kind of see her face, and it's really blurry. Um, And there were no photos released from inside the reception. So we we don't know what Megan wore or what happened or anything like that. There's just this grainy photo.
1: I wonder what their cell phone policy was. Like, I'm sure, did they have everyone check?
0: Well, there was also apparently a, everyone had a secret password to get in and everyone had a different password individually. It wasn't like one password for everyone. So like you had a tailored password, which I feel like it was like Pippa's way to like give you like a passive aggressive jab or something. Like she could like assign you like some embarrassing password. And then there was also some other way. Oh, you had to show photo ID. There was like, it was a lot of security. I mean, Meghan Markle was there. You got to be careful. And then i just feel like my biggest thing and i put this in the script too is you know megan's dying because she has all these photos i'm sure that she took like on her cell phone and like she's cropped them all she's filtered them she's put on those borders she used to put on her instagram photos and she can't post any of them it's like torture but something we did get a lot of photos of was beyonce's push party excellent
1: transition (laughs)
0: Tina Knowles always good for some really excellent Instagram work. If you don't follow her, we've said this to you guys before. You must <laughs> first of all, the Beyonce's stomach is—it's like I don't even know how she can walk around. It's—it's it's really like oh, because also Kelly who had twins. We've talked about her before. But on my way Wait. down here, she said oh. she said that's like an impossibly large stomach. Like she's just like about to. She's gonna have these kids any minute. So all everyone right. should be on you know on watch. But this looked really wild. It was a uh, I guess some some sort of everyone was wearing African-inspired outfits in an orange room. This is from a report with caterers working hard behind them. Seems like a weird detail. <laughs> and the guests included Tina Knowles Lawson, Serena Williams who's also pregnant, Lala Anthony and Beyoncé's Destiny's Child bandmates Kelly Rowland and Michelle Williams. It looked fun i don't know in i'm not really sure room. like it wasn't the kind of event i would have expected and like i think we're both confused about like the idea of a push party right. um, is that
1: maybe she's already had a shower and they were just getting cutesy with names
0: but my favorite part of the whole thing was tina posted a photo from the saint from the venue there were kind of these pillows you could sit on and it was just a photo of her chilling and the caption said had to take a picture in this light the next day never waste good light Oh, tina. so 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 like even beyonce's push party for tina was just an opportunity <laughs> to take a great selfie <laughs> um i which love is... her so
1: much oh wait this question's so good <laughs> what would you get beyonce as a baby gift
0: Oh, yeah, I did discussion questions at the end. I forgot. Uh, reading but, comprehension yeah, what, questions,
1: yes. yeah,
0: yeah. They actually kind of are. Wait, what? Does it remind like, you when you took like a reading test in ninth grade? What would you bring Beyonce to her push party, Julie?
1: Well, she already, you know, can afford anything, has everything. Like, it would almost be an insult if you looked, just went to, like, like Babies R Us or yeah. something. I would try to do something like frame the invitation to the push party,
0: yeah, like something that's a little bit more um sentimental, or like like if I was de- if I was um Kelly or Michelle, maybe I'd like frame uh, the first photo of us. Like I don't know what this has to do with having a baby though. <laughs> like the first photo of like recording our first Destiny's child recording session. Like I feel like something that's just like cute and sentimental. Right. If I was teen, I'd make a book of all my Instagrams. <laughs> um
1: Grandma's Instagrams,
0: yeah. My other question here was, I don't even know where what mindset I was in here. I got really weird at the second two. People seem excited the kids will be geminized Does that mean <laughs> anything to you, Julie? Who are I'm these not like people <laughs>
1: that are excited. You're I'm astrologer, <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm not an astrology person, so I don't know what it even means. If it doesn't mean, I don't like know what means No. I just saw some excited like Instagram posts or tweets or something. People being like, they're gonna be Gemini's. We'll have to like call up Susan Miller or something.
1: But I I love the description of this room as having like an as orange walls because it feels to me like Beyonce wherever this venue is like it probably didn't have orange walls before she came in. I feel like she just (laughs) art directs every situation of her life and Tina gives input about like best lighting for social media purposes.
0: It's so good. I want Tina to take a selfie the next day after a party I take. I feel like that's a sign you had an amazing party. The last but not least, we have to just quickly give a shout out to our girl, Nina Agdahl, she had a rough week. Her and Leo, according to People Magazine, have split up. Uh, they were dating a year. And it says Nina and Leo have parted ways. It's amicable. They remain friends. Uh, if if you don't remember, I'm acting as if everyone should just like know our relationship to Nina. When Julie and I were in LA in January, we had an amazing dinner in the same restaurant called Sushi Park that uh, Chris Martin and Jay-Z were ha- at, they, they were there while we were there, as was Sofia Coppola, as was Leo and Nina, all separate from one another. And that was within the span of like an hour.
1: I didn't know Nina that much until that yeah. night. But
0: Nina had this siren song uh, when, she, when Chris Martin and Jay-Z introduced themselves and Julie and I were both like <laughs> breathlessly watching. And she said, hi, I'm Nina, which I can't do it justice. I'm not even going to try. And this kind of incredible, like high-pitched chirp <laughs> And like an uh, SNL character, yeah, and, and to both of them, she did it to Chris Martin, then again to Jay Z, or sorry, the other way around. You can imagine our excitement when we saw this headline the day after the breakup news, which said Leonardo DiCaprio and Nina Agdal were spotted on a sushi date just days before split. And oh. then the write-up says Leonardo DiCaprio and Nina Agdal may have just parted ways, but the two had enjoyed a sushi date just the week before. They were spotted soaking up the sunny California weather at a sushi restaurant in West Hollywood last Tuesday. The then couple seemed to have taken a motorcycle to the restaurant as two helmets were sitting across from them at the table as they ate sushi rolls and fish tacos. Okay, first of all, Julie, I mean, you wait fish
1: tacos.
0: (laughs) Wait, did Sushi Park not have fish tacos? It's
1: my, a sushi my, place. Why would they have <laughs> fish tacos?
0: Okay, well my question for you is why is Sushi Park not cited by name here? It must be Sushi Park, right? Because we've heard about Leo going other times, too.
1: He, he has gone repeatedly. I wonder, one, who gets Sushi Park in the breakup? Two, did the breakup <laughs> happen there?
0: Oh, my God. Was this the breakup? Because that oh, be is, very Was Sushi poetic. Park just cursed? Did it go from being blessed to cursed? No, no. I feel... until we have further
1: confirmation
0: also we had an one of our instagram followers dm'd us a picture of like this celeb-studded night at Sushi Park last week, which I wonder if it was the same night. I'm blanking on who the celebs were. It was like Chelsea Handler and like the Foster sisters and that crew. But this is weird to me. It's like I guess maybe they like it shows that things ended on a peaceful note if they were at their favorite sushi place just a few days before they broke up. Right, and also so,
1: one year is a really long time for Leo to
0: catch. Yeah, Nina, like Nina decade. did well. Nina, yeah. come on the podcast. We, we want to talk to you.
1: We'll talk about anything. Yeah, we'll
0: talk about anything. We don't have to talk about sushi. (laughs) All right. Sushi. Sushi bookended this podcast. We started with Kara's sushi. We ended Uh, with Nina's sushi. Sushi's just the thread that binds it all together. (laughs) That does it for this week's episode of In the Limelight. Thank you so much for listening. Please remember to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us find new listeners. uh, and We really appreciate it.
1: Also, feel free to reach out to us on Twitter at In the Limelight to further discuss any of these very important pressing subjects to give your feedback on Pippa's wedding. We really want to hear what you thought of it and what you thought of Kate's dress.
0: Mm. You can also
1: follow us individually. I'm at Julie W. Miller.
0: And I'm Jay Duboff. Uh, We're also on Instagram, In the Limelight Pod. This episode was produced by Jordan Bell and edited by Afim Shapiro. Thanks to Andy Bowers at Panoply. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you next week.